June 28, Wednesday, News and Views with Pastor Dewey. How are you, my friend? Well, Reno has a lot to say today. I heard him in the background there a moment ago. <laughs> he had a lot on his mind. Howling at the world. Howling at the world. Yeah, sounds like something a lot of us want to do. <laughs> he, I can hear, I can interpret. I don't know what's coming out there except what is really clear. Healthcare, I hear. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's still, bo- it's still a boiling battle, isn't it? Oh my, isn't it? It's. Uh, we've made a mess of things, huh, Dan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it. Uh, if so many people were better off with their health care before all this, uh, all this happened, you know, under Obama, and it. I was reading this morning that those rates in Albuquerque are going up. What? In New Mexico, or going up anywhere between 25 and 85 percent, the New Mexico Health Exchange? Absolutely, yeah. That's exactly what they were talking about. Uh, that's a huge leap. Oh, my, we need to pray about that, huh? Yes, yes, indeed we do. Uh, what's the answer? You know, Pastor Paul had an, has an answer, and, you know, it hasn't changed. He has said, I think just, you know, the church, the church needs to be the hospital. The church needs to be the health care. And I know that that is such a, you know, paradigm shift for so many people that that ain't going to stick right now. But I think we all have to be responsible for ourselves. I think there's a lot of good programs out there. I just got one in the mail because right now Sharon and I do not have health insurance because of cost. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we're shopping for, uh, uh, I think one of them's called MediShare. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and other programs like that, and also these the Christian healthcare uh, outfits. Um, we, as citizens of this country, have to take responsibility for our own health care. Uh, that's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sharon and I have, we're doing, uh, we've done this for the last several years. Uh, we have a homeopathic doctor. We take uh, natural supplements. Uh, we don't smoke or drink or eat bad food. Uh, you know, you and Laura have uh, really watched what you're doing, and you've uh, done so well with your weight loss programs and your health programs, and you walk mm-hmm. and you work out. And uh, so a lot of this is taking responsibility, which we're taught in God's Word and to take care of our temple. And yeah. it what has happened in this country, Dan, you know that, is it seems that the responsibility that we have to take for ourselves is something that people have now been growing and growing in America, that the government's going to take care of me or someone's going to take care of me. See, and that's that's the whole mindset there, Dewey. You've nailed it right there. We want somebody else to take care of us. I don't. I want, I want my liberty because if I entangle myself with the state, then uh, there's responsibilities, there's obligations that come with that. Uh, I prefer the liberty, and, and, and I, I think that you're you're touching on something here that we very seldom talk about when we talk about health care. And yes, there are people who are born with certain issues, certain problems. I understand that. And we, again, as the body of Christ, need to do what we can to help. However, we have a responsibility uh, to God to take care of our take care of our bodies. And I don't want to make a religion out of that. 
But uh, when we talk about health care, this is something that we have to look at, and that is individual responsibility. It is. We all have to take responsibility for ourselves. Okay. I mean, you know, you and I were taught that, you know, right in the house when we were four or five, six, seven years old. Yeah. We were taught that in Sunday school. We were taught that in school. We were taught that by downtown merchants, taught that by the citizens of the towns we grew up in. Mm-hmm. Self-responsibility yeah. for everything. Yeah, and think about the great uh, testimony the church has when it comes to health care. I've always jokingly said, you never see atheist hospital. I've never seen one. Still to this day, I've never seen an atheist hospital. But I've heard Baptist hospitals. I've seen Methodist Hospital, which is where I was born in Peoria, Illinois. Presbyterian Hospital here in the Albuquerque area. And my, my, uh, my back in the central part of the, the, uh, the Midwest, uh, St. Francis Hospital was, and St. Francis Healthcare. It's still a big thing. The Order of St. Francis is still a huge uh, healthcare provider. I know that you can look at it and say, well, they're making lots of money on it. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know about that. But I do know that a lot of these hospitals, a lot of medical uh, mercy type of missions started by the church. And Dewey, I believe you've nailed it. I think we got to get back to that. You know, I did a sermon here a while back on self-responsibility. And who are you counting on? Are you counting on your banker? Are you counting on your employer? Are you asking your employer to float you a loan or give you a raise? Your banker, your mortgage company, a lower interest rate on your home or your insurance company or whatever. Who are you counting on for the remaining part of 2017 and going into 2018? And my point here was we are to look to God. Mm-hmm. Don't rely on man. Look to God and take self-responsibility for everything in your life. Yeah. I think of that uh, that very familiar passage of Scripture, and this could be suited for the welfare world. If a man doesn't work, he doesn't eat. All right? There are people who are down on their luck and lost their jobs and things like that. Uh, people who, who have a hard time work, there are ways to help. But for, the, for your own benefit, for your own self-esteem, you need to do something in order to earn a portion of what you're given. You know, it, I think that uh, I think we have we have a lot to learn in this society about uh, about self responsibility. Well, that's one of the key components which has caused the downfall of the America that we once knew. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, and 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 you said it a little while ago. We're waiting on government to bail us out. We're waiting on government to help us. What I would like to see is for uh, the uh, Senate and the House to say, you know what, we're going to repeal Obamacare. And uh, there's a couple of things about it that I like, and that is that everybody can be insured even with a pre-existing condition, and you should be able to uh, take uh, to open up the competition, and there should be allowed to have. Uh, competition interstate among these insurance companies. Those are a couple of things that were really good that just made common sense and could have been done without the boondoggle of the rest of Obamacare. Um, but beyond that, I'd like to see government out of health care. And it amazes me, Dewey, that the people who are always saying, I don't want, go- I don't want government between a, man- between a woman and her doctor have no problem inserting the government between me and my doctor. I can't name one thing that the government's involved in that's going very well. Yeah, yeah ditto that. Yeah, 
Absolutely, brother. And the one thing that America is failing to do, and it talks about it all the time, and that's why I just laugh at these politicians, is the deficit. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody's paying attention to that. They'll talk about it when they're up for election. We're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do this. But we're, we're drowning in debt, and yeah. uh, health care is part of that, and it does not get any better, and it's because... We have not taken responsibility for our debt as a country. We just keep, uh, you know, I don't know what we're hoping for here, uh, but it's a disaster what's uh, ahead of us with this deficit. Well, I'd imagine like uh, like most Americans are doing with their, finan- their financial plan, their retirement plan, is you're hoping that America wins a lottery. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we need, yeah, when, when uh, the politicians during the campaign season start saying we need to reduce the deficit, that's that's political speak for, well, basically we're going to increase the deficit because that's all I've seen. Mm-hmm. It's like all these folks that I see running for mayor of Albuquerque. They're saying, I know I got the answer to the crime issue. I got the answer. I got the answer. I got the answer. I got the answer. No, the only one that that's the answer is our Lord Jesus Christ and people surrendering to him because unless people surrender to our Lord Jesus Christ and we rid ourselves of evil, this crime rate in Albuquerque will keep soaring. Yeah, and it is ugly. Albuquerque's become an extremely ugly community with the crime problem, and you see it everywhere. All right, uh, we've gone through about almost 10 minutes here of uh, diatribe, but <laughs> give us some hope, Pastor Dewey. Well, as I just said, Dan, and I know you know this and everyone knows it, but the message doesn't change. Our only hope is in our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It's not in our government. It's not in a politician. It's not in anything else but our Lord Jesus Christ until man and woman figure that out. We'll continue to have these struggles. There's no magic bullet here. There's no magic politician. There's no one out there in this land of ours that can turn this thing around except our Lord Jesus Christ. And we always talk about, you know, God bless America. Well, I'm sorry. God has already blessed America. God has already blessed America. We're the ones that have messed it up. It's time for America to bless God. America bless God. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Dewey. Uh, on the uh, on the eve of, and then we're just about there, the 4th of July. That is a marvelous message. I appreciate it. Love you, my brother. Thanks for taking the time to share with us. Hey, Brother Dan, I would encourage everybody to get themselves a copy of the beautiful Founder's Bible. I got that, and it's just a wonderful birthday present. The Founder's Bible, read that. It'll educate you. Have your children read it, your family, your church. The Founder's Bible. It's very inspirational. And you know what, man? The truth is in there. Amen. Amen. (laughs) All right, Dewey. Bless you. We love you, brother. See you, brother. Love you, too. Bye-bye. Pastor Dewey Modi with News and Views here on the Hub of New Mexico. Our founding fathers wanted liberty. They didn't want government intervention. They didn't ask for health care and welfare. They asked for liberty. Now, God commissioned the church to care for the widows, to care for those in need, to care for the sick. In the past, the church took up that obligation, but when the government came along and said, oh, we can do this, we kind of surrendered that position. I think it's time to pick that mantle back up.
and to follow it wherever God leads. You know, the, the uh, interesting part is I have learned here now, later in life, the more willing you are to follow God, the more interesting the path. <laughs> and, it, and he does, he doesn't always end where he starts. <laughs> and I find that just uh, crazy, but it's great. I love it. News and Views with Pastor Dewey Modi here on The Hub of New Mexico.